everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Again, thank you for joining us. Across from me, of course, as always, is my co-host who just ran his fingers through his hair like Richie Cunningham before he sat down at the table. Ooh, smooth Richie Cunningham here on the podcast. Cyrus Amundsen. Cy Amundsen. Hello, Chad Daniels. I, (laughs) god damn it. Am I feeling good? I, you know, we have been in a negative funk lately, you and I. We have. As a duo, it's been a rough couple weeks, and something happened this week. I'm on cloud nine. I'm I'm walking on the tip tops of the air, and it's going to be hard to ruin it. I don't think, I mean, there's probably a few things. Well, I'll do my best. Yeah, let's see what you can do. I... Because a couple days ago, I got to experience one of life's truest and purest joys. Mm, Blow job with a finger in the bee. And the, uh, it's actually, it's uh, finger in the bee, hand around the throat, blow job. It's a multi-person task, but it is. I was just going to say, it, what's that? like a twister board. It's actually the, you're the, the only guy who can pull it off is that ping pong player. Uh, <laughs> Left hand throat. So Jenna, my lovely wife, needed to run an errand uh, that was quite a ways from our house. And so I decided to go with, spend some buddy time. And we're already in the house all the time together. Why not be in the car together? Yeah, let's take a big house and let's shrink it down to a car. (laughs) Two people enter, one person leaves. So we get in the car and we get driving and we get up on the highway and uh we're on the highway who's driving jenna is driving driving? jenna is driving smart i am riding the correct decision and we are coming up on a bunch of cars that are driving slowly in the right hand lane so Uh jenna shifts into the left hand lane and it's three cars to be exact and so she shifts into the left hand lane to pass these cars and to give you a visual it's two cars that are clumped real close to one another they could almost be okay. towing one another. And sure. then it's a few hundred yards and it's a third car. Okay. I don't know how neither of us noticed this, but the moment she swung over into the left lane, there was also another car in the left lane that came upon us at a frightening speed. The, oh. They were coming down the highway fast. And so... When, was it me? It was not you. Okay. <laughs> when Jenna pulled over... I think she, well, I don't think, because we saw, she irritated this fella, right? Okay. And so he lays on his horn. Now, we're breaking the speed limit, just to be clear, to pass these people. We're not passing them at like 53 miles per hour. Sure. He lays on the horn. In the rear view, you can see him saying some pretty aggressive stuff. Uh, when Jenna passes the first two cars... This guy goes all fucking Vin Diesel, tries to jump in front of the two cars, speed up, and then cut us off before she passes the third car. That's a little ways ahead of us. Okay. Jenna is a very nervous person. She freaks out and she speeds up. And like she afterwards, she explained, I'm just going to get all the way in front and then I'll get over and this guy, will, you know, that was her plan. Okay. She accidentally recuts this guy off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he is so he pulls behind us again, laying on his horn. 
She's freaking out. She gets in front of the next car. He speeds by us, but catches up to us so he can give us the finger and then oh, drives okay. off at an outrageous speed. A couple of things. One, you don't get to be pissed off that we're not driving 116 miles per hour. We were we were breaking the speed limit to pass somebody. You don't settle down, dickhead. Uh, I agree. I've I've said this all the time. I said if you if you are going the speed limit, then it's my problem that I would need to go faster than that. Agreed. Totally agreed. Yeah. Let me. Can I can I tell you something? Mm -hmm. I was driving into town from the lake, and there are businesses before you get to my town, mm -hmm. and a, a person in a pickup truck. It's 60 miles per hour on this highway, pulled out in front from one of the businesses, pulled out in front of me and sped up and was going at decent speed. But I still, because I'm me, had to shove my car right up their asshole. <laughs> and then as soon as I did, I had the thought, I bet I'm going to know this person because I live in this fucking town, this small town. And then we turned the corner to go 35 and I went around him at 42 and I did know him. it was the guy that worked feverishly to get me my mortgage for my house after I got divorced. It's like an impossibility to get a person in the midst of a divorce to get them a mortgage. And he figured it out, especially a self-employed person. Yeah. He figured it out and he did it. And so I texted him late for a wedding apologies. And he texted me back. I rented an extendable chainsaw to trim trees. I am so out of shape. I am not functioning very well. Don't usually drive 49. And I texted him back. You got up to 63. I was being a bitch. As soon as I crawled up your ass, I said, this is going to be someone I know. And then he texted back, Chad in public. <laughs> he listens to the show. He's a listener. He, he listens to the show. He used to anyways. He used to listen to the show. He used to listen until you rolled your car right up his asshole. <laughs> He did that wonderful, nice thing for you, and you repaid him by butt fucking his truck down the highway. Yeah, listen, I'm gonna tell you about. I'm gonna tell you more about this, and how it changed me at least a little bit. But I still have to hear this guy took off so super fast. He takes off, and we, the way Jen and I decided to respond is we both, as a team, started mm -hmm. attacking this guy. Like verbally. Oh, I like it. We just, we That's started. marriage building. Oh, absolutely. We started guessing what sort of tattoos he has. <laughs> we started trying to decide if he's in a, is he in a dart league or is he in a pool league or is he a, in a bowling league? And how many teams has he been kicked off of in those leagues, right? <laughs> yeah. We tried to guess what we think his weird little penis looks like. And the, mm, good for you. The, the consensus on that one is there's just a tunnel where his penis should be not a not a vagina this isn't like a women you know you're a woman joke no like where there should be a penis there's just a 6 inch divot so even if he started growing penis he would have to grow 6 inches of penis to even be smooth just to be flush just so to he be has like flush. an any dick he's got he an any <laughs> he has an any dick yep well I, I believe that and to answer your question about what league he's in I bet you one of the reasons he was kicked off his pool league is because he was late getting there from his bowling league. <laughs> so, so we're 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 ripping into any dick, right? And it's like you said, it's nice couple building exercise. It's good. And then about seven minutes goes by, 
and on the highway ahead we see sirens you can't see sirens you see lights thank you listen i do this to my children all the time when my daughter's like oh i have to itch my head it's like well you're scratching it you're scratching the itch yeah i bet they really love it because it was fun for me so i see sirens and Mm -hmm. sure (laughs) we i seen the sirens and I heard the lightning, and I watched the thunder as the the. So I see the sirens up ahead. Sure. And uh, we get closer, and if it ain't old any dick. <laughs> That's a Skeet McGraw song. If actually. it ain't old any dick. If it ain't old any dick, getting pulled over. So we, dude, when we realized it was him. No shit, Jenna and I celebrated like we won the fucking World Series. Like, if there was a tub of Gatorade in that car, I would have dumped it on Jenna. We we were laughing and audibly cheering. We high-fived. It was, it was this outrageous amount of joy. I, I don't know. <laughs> this is silly, but I don't know because you officiated our wedding. And you've right. mentioned to me when we said our I do's, it was a pretty intense moment. Yeah. I don't think that even comes close to comparing how much Jenna and I were in love with each other as we celebrated <laughs> any dick's misfortune. But dude, if there was ever, if there was, if you, you know how some people are like, I know I married the right woman, right? Yeah. I already knew that. But if I needed it cemented more as we're celebrating and in my head, I'm like, what song should I play? Should I play Celebration by Cool (laughs) and the Gang? Like I'm trying to ratchet this up. And then I see an exit and I go, hey, this is crazy, but we should. And I don't even finish the sentence. She goes on it. She exits off. We exit. We hop on the other side of the highway. Oh, yes. We go two miles back the other way. Hop back on the highway. <laughs> oh my God. We drive by any dick. She lays on the horn. And I know this is a bit risky, but what's the cop going to do? Give up writing a ticket to come chase right. us because we honked? She lays on the horn and I just blast him with the middle finger. And we just, yes. we just, the only way that gets better is if we would have like, pulled over and had sex on his hood like that's the oh that's yeah that's that's true i when you said you were celebrating i was like can a guy give a girl roadhead is that even (laughs) possible because you'd have to lean over the middle console and then somehow the seat would have to have enough room for your lift if it was possible i was doing it honestly if we could have just pulled over and just humped right on the hood of his vehicle <laughs> just like just asking the officer like officer what's his name i need i need to know what to say when i finish like it was <laughs> i know people when you hear people like the moment i saw my son's face for the first time it was the the purest moment of happiness in my life ain't no way seeing your kid is going to touch this moment i just and i'm and chad i've been floating ever since I am. I'm happy for you. Oh, That's great. God, it was so good. That's great because we, we are, we've been squirrely lately. Yeah, we've been squirrely, and I think that I have been. I, I don't do anything mm-hmm. because of COVID. I don't really go out to eat. I don't go to parties. 
I'm either at the lake or I'm in town with my kids. And so I don't have a ton of great stories. And so when I do go out, my head is on a swivel looking to pick a fight Mm -hmm. verbally with somebody. And uh, I've decided... Now, you've said that, and I don't want to disagree with you. Like, I'm not going to... I'm not here to tell you you're wrong. Shit on someone alert. Shit on someone alert. But I have also been friends with you not during a pandemic. I... Remember when we were in Cincinnati, Ohio, and we took a horse-drawn carriage down to a comedy festival because we thought it would be funny, and you talked an insane amount of shit to a guy who crossed the road incorrectly, and there was no pandemic, and we didn't have a podcast. So I understand- I've never been a fan of jaywalking. Never. I understand what you're saying, but I don't know that I completely buy into it. Well- I I was probably trying to get you to laugh. I mean, that's the main thing. It's like the difference I'm talking about here is I've always like, you know, we've been to twins playoff games and stuff. Yeah. And I run at the mouth pretty constantly. (laughs) Yeah. But it's always it's always for fun, basically, and trying to get other people to laugh. But lately it's been just like prick mode. Um yeah, I went in. So so here's something that happened great to me. So anyways, what, what I'm saying is like I used to I enjoy being a smart ass more than I enjoy being just a straight up asshole. I would and I would say that's correct. I think you're a smart ass. I don't know. I, I think yeah. when you're an asshole, you are. It is valid. You're a you're a I don't, I'm not going to use the word hero because you think you're a hero, but you're uh, <laughs> you're I don't think I'm a hero. I think I'm Robin Hood. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, I went to Casey's pizza. Mm-hmm. I, I went into Casey's to get a pizza Yep. and, uh, I get there it, I get there early. It's done. The guy hands it to me. He goes, this was made with love. I didn't even let it sink in that it could have been jizzed on. <laughs> I just grabbed it. Pepperonis were on top. They had a little curl to them. Ooh, was, I love the pepperoni curl. That's what I'm saying. Oh boy. That's what I'm saying. So I get up to the, I get up and I have to wait at the uh, little six foot waiting zone. Yep. And there's a guy there without a mask on. And I'm, I'll tell you this. I'm always going to say something. Yep. Every single time. Me too. Cause I, cause I want to, mm-hmm. right. I had a mask on. He did not. And he, he goes over and he sets, he sets a, an empty ice cream cone down and he goes, you're out of ice cream. And I said, are they also out of masks? <laughs> cause that makes me laugh. But then he, and I thought everyone would giggle, but then he turned around and he goes, somebody say something. And I'm just staring at him. Like, I think I'm the only one there. And he goes, somebody say something about masks. And I just kind of held my hand up as I was holding the pizza. It almost looked like I was swearing an oath on a pizza, though. but I, I held my hand up and I just go, I go, I did. I go, I thought that was funny because they're out of ice cream, but you're not wearing a mask. So I said, they must also be out of masks. Yeah. And he goes. Well, I have an underlying condition. And I go, hmm, then you should for sure be wearing a mask. <laughs> I go, I think you mean pre-existing condition. And now I am trying to help, right? <laughs> this is like the, you can't itch your head. You got to scratch it. So I go, I think you mean the pre-existing condition. And he goes, yes, yes. And I go, but also we need to recognize you're overweight and you came in here for ice cream. <laughs> so how much do you care about pre-existing conditions? 
And now I, I keep looking around to make eye contact with the staff and no one's given me anything. And I'm not trying to pick a fight. I am trying to be funny and I'm enjoying the shit out of it. And, and, I, and I hate to interrupt you, but let me enter another theory into yeah. what you said before all this. Maybe it's you and I run on validation from strangers laughing at our behavior and oh there's no fucking idea you, are you for real yeah you're 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 really you know you're really what's it called when hero i'm i'm having a dumb brain moment when chasing the dragon when heroin people try to get detox detox oh. that's the word yeah, we we were going completely different ways yeah, there we were, <laughs> you're 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 going through withdrawal and so you're acting like a maniac keep keep going I just like walk into Casey's and I'm shaking. <laughs> Who wants to fucking party? <laughs> uh, this, I, I think this is very funny. This is another example of me th not trying to pick a fight, but trying to make other people laugh. Mm -hmm. I went to the golf course. Okay. And I was gonna oh, go, we're getting back gonna, to backers. Yeah, I was going to go play by myself. Mm -hmm. And I had a tee time at one o'clock. And so I get up there at 1258. Mm -hmm. There's no starter. Nobody's yelling at me. I get up there on my own accord, mm -hmm. of my own accord, and I... Uh, yeah, you better correct that shit after that fucking right. sirens, that oh, sirens mishap. You watch your fucking... <laughs> absolutely. You better talk right. There's uh, there's four... Um, well, I'll tell you this. I'm, cha I'm changing my story just for a second. One time on Facebook, somebody was sad that their cat passed away, and that's what they wrote, but they spelled past P-A-S-T. Oh, no. So I was like... So I just go, how sad could you be? Like if you're not even getting the, the saying right. Yeah. And then I was on KQRS, a radio station in Minneapolis that we go to when we're working Acme. And I said, uh, my mom borrowed me money, but it's Lent. And this person was listening, somehow listened. I don't know if they were following me around. <laughs> But they were listening to it and they were like, hey, fucking idiot, it's Lent. Sorry, my cat, Pat, with like 50 S's in the word past, passed away. It was awesome. So, of course, here's the thing. Like, I know a couple of phrases mm -hmm. and that's why I'm so religious on correcting them. You get really, when you correct somebody's grammar, and my mother it was an English teacher and a librarian. Sure. So I also appreciate some grammars. But when you sure. when you correct someone, your chin and head lifts a little bit. I'm so excited. Like you're the, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm the happiest boy. And like you you are so proud of yourself when you do it. Well, it's like a surprise gift. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I didn't know I was going to get to do this today. <laughs> Holy shit. You should see when a, you should see when a girl talks to me, my fucking head. Like <laughs> what happened to your neck? Did it just extend? Did you get a neck boner? What's going on? Um, so you're so, on the golf course. So I'm on the golf course. I get up to the tee box at 12.58. I have a tee time at 1 o'clock. There are four gentlemen up there. And so I say, hey, boys. And that's not – that's just how you talk yep. from, from birth to death in Minnesota. Guys are boys. That's it. So you go, It's hey, just hey, guys boys. being boys. Yeah, I go, hey, boys, when's your tee time? And they said, one twelve. And I say, well, mine's at 1. So if you, I could just sneak out of here and I'll be out of your hair in a jiff. And uh, they go, well, you're walking and we're on carts. And I go, ah, but there's four of you. I bet you I'll be out of your hair. 
And the one guy goes, we already have two balls out there, so we're just going to go. And I go, normally, right, mm -hmm. two weeks ago, mm -hmm. I would have lit these motherfuckers up. Yeah. But instead, I go, go for it. And then I just moved over one hole because one, hole one and hole four are parallel to one another. They, okay. share, they share the rough, right? Gotcha. And so I just play down four, and I'm going to come back and play one, two, and three later when I'm done with the round. Yeah. And what I like to do when I'm by myself is I hit a drive and then um, if it's a good drive, I go and I drop four balls in an area where I need work, right? Mm. And then I hit four shots in. So that's what I did. It's just you're working on and skills. I, working on my game. And I got down to the fourth green and the guys were getting done on the first green. And one of the guys getting in his cart, he goes, hold on. He goes, you jumped in front of us? You better hope we don't catch you. That's what he said. So now I think I think that he is wants to fight, but I don't want to. I'm over that shit. Now I'm just trying to make myself laugh. Totally, totally. So I said, if you guys catch me, I'll suck all your dicks. <laughs> and then I laid down on the green on my side, like propped up on my elbow, like like Jack was drawing me like one of his French girls. <laughs> And I go, hurry up, boys, only three holes to go. <laughs> and then they drove up the hill away from me to the two tee box. And I was like, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> so then I putt from a bunch of different ways. And the three and the five tee boxes are right next to each other. And they play parallel. Okay. Okay. So I get up there before they're done with hole two. I tee off on hole number five in the fairway. I'm walking to my ball and there's another ball that lands by my ball. So they were playing three, but he hit a bad shot over on the fairway of five. Yep. Got it. <clears throat> so there's pine trees. So you can't see where my ball is and I can't see them. So I go to my ball and I just get on my knees <laughs> and wait for him. And I, when he drove over, I go, I knew you'd be in a hurry. <laughs> That's what I said. And they were like, come on, man. This is gay as shit. Yeah, and I was they, like, that's hey, not their you caught style me. Of humor. I was like, you caught me. Yeah. You must have played so fast to catch me. Yeah, you're the you're the one who accidentally shanked it onto my fairway. <laughs> right, exactly. So I so you could accidentally shank it onto my fairway. I have to tell you something. The only thing and I, I look back at this, and there are times where as a comedian you know there's a better joke and you, you like anytime a comedian records an album no matter how much you love it as a listener just know that a comedian listens to it and goes fuck i there's missed that callback could have done this differently yep. i should have propped myself down with my chest and shoulders on the ground and spread my butthole so when they <laughs> drove up they'd be looking right into it <laughs> And they'd be like, what is that, an any dick? No, it isn't. It's my butthole. Uh, oh, so here, I will, because I know we're letting people in on something we've been talking about a lot. I know, we've been back and forth on this. Are you right. being angry? Or are you having fun? And we both privately have decided we probably need to have a little more human fun. Abs of course, absolutely. Because like I said, I've been picking fights just to have shit to talk about. And then I, I'm not that normally that grumpy of a person. No, and I, I would rather have... 
I think that's that's the genuine version of you. I would rather have to me fights a golfer on the first tee. That's not who Chad is. Chad is spread his butthole on the rough in the fifth. That's thank you. That's the that's re- absolutely who I. That am. is the real Chad Daniels. I've often thought about putting that on my tombstone. <laughs> Here lies Chad Daniels, father, friend, spreader of butthole. Mine would just say, <laughs> here lies Cy Amundsen. You remember when that fuckface passed us on Highway 494 <laughs> and then got pulled over by the cops and we exited, <laughs> circled back and passed him? Uh, the other big good news in my life right now is my brother Greg shot a bear. He has... Wow. Greg hath slain a bear. Black? A black. A black bear. Yep. 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 He slain a bear. So he bear hunts right up by your house basically every year. Okay. I mean, not in your backyard, but I get it. Up near there. And uh, I don't know. I can't remember if we've if we've talked about him hunting bear on this podcast before. So I'm going to I'm going to try to not repeat some things. But have we talked about bear baiting? I mean, I don't know if we have. I know that I have friends that hunt bear. I, I don't hunt, which is like, I've always been looked at weird because of that. But I know that uh, sweets, especially Twizzlers, are yeah. very good for baiting bear. Yeah, I, I, I don't hunt either, but I love the meat. I mean, my family uh, has... Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Come on with it. Give me that any dick meat. So I, uh, we, we didn't eat... I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before... Growing up, we never ate store-bought meat. Every single thing my family ate, with rare, rare exception, was uh, something my dad or brother killed. Deer, pheasant, elk, bear, all sorts of shit. So I love that shit. It's also the reason that I fuck, like, we're, we, our family is, like, the real version of what Joe Rogan's fans are pretending to be. Like... <laughs> oh yeah bryce from edina you love elk meat fuck bryce from edina get the fuck out of here so i <laughs> i love when greg goes hunting because he brings sure. all that sweet sweet bear meat home and mm-hmm. they do they use bear baiting which i can understand why people are a little anti because basically they just put a bunch of candy in a pile in the same spot and after a few weeks the bear goes oh this is where the candy pile's at and then one yeah that is kind of lame it's pretty and then one day fucking blammo they kill him i've always said like you should be able to do the candy shit but then you should have to use like a slingshot to kill him like if you want to do the candy thing yeah it's throwing stars a knife knife. yeah you got to kill him in a way more difficult you know yeah because because to me that's like uh all right does your screen order look correct okay great Yep, go ahead and pull up to the first window. That's going to be 1256. And then you get up there and they're like, ha, motherfucker. Blam. Right in the face. (laughs) I've been bear baited. It's the same thing with goose decoys. My dad and brother, they used to, when they would hunt geese, they would lay all these geese decoys out in a field. Because apparently if geese fly by, they're like, hey, it's it's friends and then they go it's land us, in yeah. the field and so <laughs> right. dude they would have all these these goose geese decoys and then they also had this gigantic goose that they would sit inside of <laughs> <laughs> and the trojan goose yep and then that's how they, the trojan goose 
<laughs> that's how they would kill the geese. And I always used to think about at what point the goose recognizes that there's an oddly large goose and something's not right. <laughs> They're just up there flying like, <laughs> and then they like, as they slowly descend, are they like eight feet from the ground? And they're like, wait a second. That doesn't seem the correct size. But what if it's like, what if they're on goose vacation and it's like the Paul Bunyan statue and they're like, let's go get a picture with the giant goose. And then flap. <laughs> yeah, it's a tourist attraction. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. I also have to tell you, speaking of our family eating all sorts of meat, uh, my dad used to say we would eat uh, wild game so often that my dad could taste when it wasn't when, when it was store bought like beef. He mm -hmm. would notice and he would say out loud, this has a real domestic taste to it, <laughs> which can you imagine a hillbilly being more uppity and indignant? <laughs> oh, I know that that is the ultimate hillbilly move. What is this? Oh, I, ooh, God, this thing has a real raised on a farm taste to it. Fuck <laughs> this shit. I can almost smell the back trailer of the semi-truck in this fucking meat. <laughs> so, uh, so Greg, Greg hath slain a bear. Um, okay. And it is, he sent me a picture of it, and it is enormous. Like, it yeah, is. Yeah, bears are large. But yeah. this is, like, extra large. And okay. so he, he went hunting with his buddy, and his buddy, apparently they keep record of all the bears shot in Minnesota, and they have, like, a rankings uh, like okay. Greg Amundsen shot the third biggest bear at 840 pounds with a 40-inch skull. You know, insane shit like that. Apparently, the two different lists, there's a list for bow and arrow, right? Okay. And then there's a list for gun. And I believe they each have their own title. And I know this isn't actually funny, but when he told me, because he thinks he shot like one of the top five bears in Minnesota this year. And the list that ranks the bears, it's it's the Boone and Crockett list. <laughs> of course, it sounds I, like Green Mountain Grill names. Yeah, it was what I said. It sounds like the name of a fucking professional cornhole team. Like, next up, throwing <laughs> bags in holes. We got Boone and Crockett. And I know I know those are very famous historical men, but it it just it made me laugh a lot. <laughs> Uh, so the reason I bring this all up is because when you shoot a bear and he brings it back to the house, there's no delicate way of saying this. And before I get into this, I, I need to point out that we, we don't hunt for trophy in my family. We hunt for food. We're, I'm not saying we're exactly like original Americans because I'm not, I feel like that yeah, would you're be not. offensive. You're right. I am be. not saying that, but what I am telling you is we do use the whole bear. Oh, I cannot fucking wait to hear what happened with this bear. Well, I mean, I'm just telling you, I don't want somebody to say that, like, because people who don't like hunting get really worked up. And sure. it's not for sport. It's not so Greg can sit in his office and go, do you see how big a bear I shot? No, we process all the meat. We turn the bear fur into a blanket and... You know, maybe Uncle Cy keeps some of the bones in case he wants to fuck with some kids in the neighborhood. 
you know? Maybe yeah, un- smart. Maybe smart. Uncle Cy loads a couple bare hand bones into a book bag and just leaves it at a park and watch and sees what happens when somebody finds it. So we, <laughs> we use the whole bear. But there's no delicate way to say this. When he brings the bear back from the bear woods, mm-hmm. they like flop it onto the lawn. You know, right. before you skip, like it just gets like flopped out of the back of the truck, thump, and it just lands on the lawn. It's like dropping so, a drunk friend off. Yeah. <laughs> just push him out of the car and just leave him in the lawn. Yeah, it's, it's exactly, it's like that. It's what those golfers would have done to you if they'd have caught you. So the, uh, <laughs> the, he sends me this picture of this bear and it reminded me when he shot one of his first bears when I was in my early 20s. He brought it back to the house and I was there and they dropped okay. it out of the back of the truck and the way it landed. And again, I know people are going to hate me for this, but I'm just telling you what happened. The way mm-hmm. it landed, it landed with its two paws crossed and then its chin landed right on top of the two paws. So it looked like <laughs> it looked like the bear was posing for glamour photos. And I'm a dumb, immature, early 20s comedian. And so I immediately climbed on the ground next to it, put my hands under my chin and had my other brother, Jess, take a picture like we were some sort of wacky sitcom duo. Like this fall on CBS, Cy Amundsen is unbearable, like some bullshit like that. Yeah, gross. (laughs) and so this was also back Facebook was pretty new. So, you know, now you're okay. careful not to even call someone a fucker online because, you know, they'll screenshot it and turn it into your boss or something. This was sure. back when you're like, I can do anything I want online and there's <laughs> no repercussions. So I post this picture and somebody on my friends list grabs the picture, got upset about it, and shared it with a, a Facebook group that was, you know, animal rights adjacent. Sure. And I got an insane amount of messages from people mm-hmm. just saying, fuck you, you fucking asshole, just really attacking me. And so when I saw this, pictures, this picture of Greg's, I went back into my Facebook and I scrolled back over a decade of my messages <laughs> just to read through some of them. And almost all of them were pretty just, you're an asshole. But there's one here that I want to read to you, okay? I can't wait. I'm going to shoot you. This, well, that's, uh, that's aggressive right away. That's a, that's a really heavy start. This is not a joke. Just like you shot that bear, I'm going to shoot you. He deserved a life, and you took that from him. I'm going to shoot you, and I'm going to lay you out on my grass and take a picture next to you. Watch your fucking back. I'm going to shoot you. Interesting. 24-year-old Cy was really scared of that message. I I stayed offline for a while, basically. I I was That was a very... Well, it's a death threat, so it makes sense, right? Yeah, and plus, knowing what's happened to your back now, knowing that he said, watch your back, I feel like he may be mixed up in some sort of voodoo group. <laughs> well, g- given uh, that now I'm 36-year-old Cy, whose body has fallen apart and I'm stuck sure. in a pandemic, 
I don't know that I'm not scared of this guy anymore. And I am fucking flying. I'm I'm still riding the wave of the positivity from earlier this week. Yes. And yes. I chose to message him back. <laughs> After 12 years? Yeah. And, oh, yes. And all I wrote was, you're not much of a follow-through guy, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait till he reads that message in the prison library when he gets his hour of internet time. <laughs> yeah, this might be. This might be. I, I wrote it. And I laughed at it, and then I just looked at the screen for like 10 minutes, and I was like, fuck it, and I hit send. And a no response yet, but I felt, I don't, I wasn't trying, just like you were saying, I wasn't trying to be an asshole. I wasn't trying to get in a fight. To me, somebody threatening to kill you 10 years ago, saying like they're definitively going to do it, and then 12 yes. years later, you point out that they didn't. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Dude, that is the online version of spreading your butthole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So I don't hunt. My son hunts. Yeah. Um, and he just got a crossbow. And the reason he got a crossbow is because if anyone's heard the album Footprints on the Moon, you know that my son cannot supinate his wrists. Yes. He can't turn them from uh, back of the hand, like palms down. He can't rotate them to palms up. Yes. And so I have a long story about that. Um, but he ended up getting uh, a crossbow. And I was like, why a crossbow? I thought you had to have a special license for that. And he goes, yeah, it's because of my wrists. And I was like, motherfucker, I saw on CBS morning on Sunday, a guy from Iowa is the like number one bow hunter in the world. And he was born without arms. He fucking hunts with his feet. He sits on a chair and draws the string back with his foot, you fucking creep. And you can't move your wrist a little bit. God damn it, that bothers me. Yeah, the, my dad also has a crossbow because he has a back issue. But it's they. I think they're a little too liberal with their interpretation because like, what do you got? What do you got? Gout? You got gout there? Let's fucking saddle you up with a crossbow, brother. <laughs> it's true. And now he has a license where he can shoot a buck out of a car if he wants to. And I was like, you're not going to do that. That's not even hunting. That's like, that's ultimate. That's shooting. like cool <laughs> hunting. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he goes, no, I, I won't do that. I won't do that. And it reminded me of something that made me laugh for about three straight weeks. When my album, when the album Footprints on the Moon came out and that story came out and people started hearing it, one of the administrators in my son's school, he was still a senior in high school, mm -hmm. brought him a form to fill out to join the Special Olympics. <laughs> How fucking awesome is that? Because he can't move his wrists. And, and that guy did it genuinely? Well, oh, absolutely. Yeah. He was like, hey, you might want to fill this out. And then he handed it to another kid in his class that's in a wheelchair. <laughs> and he was like, here, you get one too. And my son was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Because he hadn't heard the album. Oh, it's so funny to me. You know, I think also if there's anything to take away from this, the end of this show, it's that both of our families have crossbows for the coming civil war. 
I can't wait. I told him. I said, if this shit goes down, you get those arrows over here and you prop up by a window because you know daddy doesn't have any guns. I'm going to have to throw knives. You bring those, yeah, you bring those floppy fucking, those unfloppy wrists over here with your dangerous weapon and let's, let's man the fort. <laughs> I have to go. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. 